Magnus, look out! At the shout from his uncle, Magnus Findlay rolled sideways and slashed upward with his sword at the tentacle slamming onto the dock beside him. The sturdy wood gave way with a splintering crash, and the tentacle, now spouting gouts of bluish blood, whipped sideways to wrap around Magnus's waist. The giant squid, its head easily twenty feet from end to end, and the tentacles four times that, was the biggest they'd faced yet, in three or more weeks of random attacks from the monstrous creatures. Someone beside him opened fire with a repeating rifle. Another fired the harpoon gun from a nearby fishing boat. The sounds of the steam-powered engines and gunfire mingled with the screams of the wounded and shattering of wood. Another chunk of the key splintered as the beast whirled Magnus in its grip. His sword, enchanted to stay in his hand and aim true, owned by a score of his ancestors, bit deep into the creature's head. The squid pulled Magnus away from its core, squeezing the breath from his lungs. Enraged and wounded, it dove deep, taking Magnus with it. He gave a silent scream before his head slammed on a rock, and the world went black as well as wet. Edinburgh, the following day. Jenny, I need you in the Hebrides. I'm busy, Papa. Dr. Geneva Mackay turned away from her father's imposing countenance to face her assistant. Elspeth, go ahead and lock up if you please. I'll see you on Monday. Yes, Doctor. Elspeth Robertson, a sturdy, middle-aged widow and Geneva's right hand, had already herded the last patient out the door. Have a good night, Doctor, Sir Fergus. She bobbed a slight curtsy as she left the surgery. Geneva finished checking her medical instruments, hung up her white coat, and locked her medicine cabinet for the night. You're welcome to come upstairs and join me for supper, Papa, but I'm not leaving Edinburgh. As you saw, my practice is finally thriving. I can't go herring off on a moment's notice to God knows where anymore. Find another doctor. Sir Fergus Mackay's freckled face turned an alarming shade of purple, clashing with the auburn of his hair. I can't. Both the Order's physicians are busy elsewhere. Why do you need me out on the islands of all places? It isn't Connor, is it? Business or no business, Geneva would drop everything for her younger brother, who had recently joined their father in the family business, that being the Order of the Round Table, the organisation responsible for combating vampires and other monsters throughout the kingdom. No, it isn't a knight. Fergus, his face lined with exhaustion, dropped into a chair. Then there are plenty of physicians in Scotland, Papa. I've had enough trouble being one of the first female doctors in Edinburgh. I can't compound that by vanishing every other week. She picked up a half-empty teacup from her desk and emptied it into the sink. Fergus grimaced. I know, lass. You've more than paid back the loan the order gave you to set up your practice, so... You've no obligation. Tis just, well, I'd take it as a personal favour if you'd see to this lad. I'll need more explanation than that. She perched on her examining stool and studied her father's lined face. He was tired. His eyelids drooped and his mouth was drawn into a tight line. There was something else, too. Pink flags high on his cheekbones. Was he embarrassed?
fascinating. Tell me the rest. He flushed even further. To give him some time to gather his thoughts, Geneva led him up the stairs to her flat, consisting of the second and third stories of the Edinburgh Brownstone. She sat him down at the table and began to serve the soup left on the stove by her housekeeper, who'd already gone home for the night. Now tell me, Papa, what has you so distressed? He lifted a spoon and stirred his soup, staring into it, but not eating. Jenny, I'm sure it never occurred to you or your brother and sister. But your mother wasn't the first girl I ever courted. She let that sink in, testing the idea. He'd been twenty-eight when he'd wed, the same age she was now. I suppose she wouldn't have been. Are you telling me this injured man is a half-brother I never knew about? Mama isn't going to like that one bit.'